This episode is sponsored by the Using the Power of Your Voice eGuide, your guide to launching your podcast in 30 days. Slayers, are you feeling a call from God to start a podcast but uncertain about where to begin or what you'll need? Creating a podcast can be a fulfilling and enjoyable experience. Whether you're interested in sharing your expertise on a specific subject, conducting engaging interviews, or educating and entertaining your listeners, podcasting can help you establish strong connections and foster a sense of community. Using the power of your voice is a guide to start your podcast in just 30 days. And it's perfect for anyone who is clear that God told them to start a podcast. Whether you're nervous about recording or unsure where to start, this guy will provide you with valuable insights and actionable steps to help you record and launch in 30 days. In this guide, you'll learn to identify your why, find your topic, learn where to host your podcast and what equipment you need to start. If you are ready to be obedient to your calling and start your own podcast in just 30 days, download your copy of Using the Power of Your Voice today by going to www.slangselfdoubt.com backslash podcast that's www.slangselfdoubt.com backslash podcast thank you for your support and i can't wait for you to start using the power of your voice you're listening to the slang self-doubt podcast with coach felicia where we empower black women to overcome their doubts fears and insecurities in order to give birth to their god-given purpose Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, Slayers. Welcome back to another episode of the Slay Self Dog Podcast. I am here with Patricia Rain from Traveling or Mobile Spa down in Florida, y'all. Down in the, uh, what's that? They call it the Sunshine State, right? <laughs> Welcome, Rain. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So, you know, guys, when we uh, have people on the show, we definitely are trying to touch all the areas, right? And y'all know I'm big into self-care. Okay, take care of yourself. And what better way to take care of yourself than to have a mobile spot? Like, I, I really, when I saw what you were doing, I was like, now why is she not in Maryland? Because <laughs> this don't seem fair. However, you know, it is what it is. I just make sure when I'm down to Florida, I got to come see you. All right. So Absolutely. we'll make sure that's 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 what we gonna make sure that we do. Um. So Rain, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? How I got started in the mobile spa space or in the beauty business itself? All of it. We want to know it all. Oh, perfect. So um, a little backstory. So I came into the beauty industry at the tender age of nine years young. Um, I, my, my interest started very, very young because my mom is a licensed beauty professional. And so she was a manicurist. She still is a manicurist and actually works with me and my company now. I and um, she went to beauty school and, and you know how inquisitive children can be. Yes. And so I was always in her things, always touching everything, doing everything. And so she really paid attention to how inquisitive I was. And so I was like, mom, I want to go to beauty school. And she told me I had to wait till I was 16 mm. because in the eight, in the state of Florida, you can get licensed in cosmetology at the age of 16. Oh, nice. So, 
as you know, children tend to not forget anything their parents oh, promised right. them. <laughs> you so say it. On my 16th birthday, <laughs> I was like, so um, are you still going to pay for that? Um, and I'm just like, because I had to ask her one day, I'm like, mom, how did this all come about? And, you know, remind me because people often ask me, yeah. but then I want to say something that's truthful. And I was like, wow, that shows you how children you cannot make any promises yeah. to your children and not keep them. Because <laughs> they will, guess what? And then they, they will hunt you down, okay? To be like, you're the you reason why I didn't reach my dreams because you said I can have it. Your mother said, not on my watch, okay? Not on her watch. And so she paid attention to that curiosity. And so she agreed to pay for me to go to beauty school. Um, at the time, I was a sophomore in high school. And so I would go to the night classes after, um, which was generally from 6 p.m., till about 9 30 p.m and so mm -hmm. i would do that and i would have my saturday classes and the program was relatively short it was about four four to six months because oh, obviously okay. with me being in school but you know when you're that young you really don't have anything to do so the time went by so quickly right right um, i did the program got my license Obviously, I was in high school, so I worked on a lot of my peers. I worked in salons. Um, I booth rented. Um, you know, I did services out of my mom's house. And then um, I went off to college. I am an HBCU graduate, Florida A&M University. Hey. I, I'm a rattler. <laughs> and um, so I went off to college. I um, was a criminal justice major. I have a bachelor's in um, criminal justice. I was going to go to law school. But wow. at the time, when I graduated with my bachelor's, um, we were coming back from the economic downturn. And so a lot of my peers were um, very stressed mm -hmm. um, with, um, you know, just not being able to find employment. And so while I was in college, I always worked in a salon and kept my license. I turned my dorm, dorm room into a little salon. Wow. <laughs> and um, people would come get their services done for me. And so I had the opportunity to work in day spas and all that jazz. And so um, once I graduated with my degree and I realized I wasn't going to go to law school, I started to become more interested on ways that I can take my beauty mm. um, experience to the next level, um, just because I felt like I just didn't expose myself to the other possibilities that were out there. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I did see what I do as a hobby. I didn't see it as a career necessarily. And so um, after taking these different business classes in a collegiate level, you know, they talked about how people just don't know how to bridge that connection yeah. to seeing their hobby as a mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And so I began to take it more seriously. And then I started to do more research and look for it. And then I wanted to go mobile. And then I didn't see there was that many mobile out there. And so there wasn't much information and so I went on this whole quest to create this mobile experience. Wow. Um, and it took me a while to actually take the leap of faith out there because, um, which is where the doubt comes from when you haven't seen it done or yeah. you don't know how to do it, you do doubt yourself. And so it took me a while to, to embark on that journey, but eventually I did. And so the rest is history. And I'm sure wow. you're to ask me, that's, that's the short version. Uh, yeah, um, no. I always love to hear the backstory because like you said, you never know how something is created, right? And sometimes it is so 
it, sometimes it it, never, it doesn't seem like it makes sense until it comes full circle. And then you can see that, man, all the pieces were there all along, right? They may have been one piece over here, another piece over there. But once we get here, I'm able to see like where it's all connected. My question was, as you, as you were talking with like, okay, if your mom was a manicurist starting out, right? Like how we get to mobile spa and well, of course I'm going to get into what it all, what it all entails like because of course initially i'm thinking people most people think they think mobile spa they think massages right um and so i'm wondering like did you start with nails hair because i don't think people don't always understand that you know cosmetology like in in, in incorporates a lot of different things a lot of different services so did you start with something and then kind of ended up where you are or you always had uh, a passion for this portion like what you're doing now oh that's a really great question because i actually which a lot of people did not know about me is i actually came into the industry on the hair side my interest lied in hair so well, i, I didn't even think that <laughs> <laughs> i came in as a braider because during that period where my mom told me that i wasn't old enough um, to get licensed yet i decided to like hey i'll just do my own hair i'll braid yeah and so i built clientele I would like back to school I would have my mom's like living room packed with like young kids parents who would bring their children to me for mm-hmm. me to braid their hair and so I it was I would braid their hair and that's how I made my little money to like yeah. buy all my extracurricular stuff and so I started as a hairstylist and so my mom didn't stick with the nails because as you know in the beauty industry you have to build um the clientele and so my my parents are from the Caribbean so okay. I am Asian descent. And so my mom has an accent. And so she didn't really feel confident in building her clientele mm. the way that it required um, and to raise her children. So mm. she always worked um, like a regular job. Yeah, and It always got put to the back burner. So Ooh. for me, I, in a sense, had to kind of like figure that out because mom, you know, decided yeah. not to fully embark on the journey. But I came in as a hairstylist. And then um, as a braider, then I got my nail license. So I stopped doing hair. Um, And then after about 10, 15 years as a manicurist, I went back to school and got my skincare license. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to see, like I said, I know it all isn't incorporated, but I definitely didn't. I thought because your mother was a manicurist, you started in nails and and uh stuff like that so I, I braiding was definitely not on my radar i would not have picked that as a as an option on my bingo card <laughs> like i would have oh no, no that, i don't think that was it but that is so interesting um because even as we get into the, this next question of how has self-doubt showed up in your journey the fact that you said that because of your mom's accent and where she how she even though she was good at what she did, but because of her own self-doubt, it caused her to push aside her dream and her passion of what she wanted to do. And just, and I'm and I'm saying this word to just use it as an example, but not saying that she actually did, but to settle to do like what everybody else is doing versus pushing past that fear, right? And for me, it made me just think of how many of us have watched our moms 
as black women watched our moms do that and think that that's what we're well you know she she had to choose because she had kids and then we become parents and we become you know spouses and we're like well I watched them do it even though they never said it they never verbalized it they know you shouldn't go after your dreams we just watched them choose us and how often we choose others instead of choosing ourselves first and and then whatever comes from that like it just that see that was like that's gonna take me all the way down this road but we're going to start with this question so you can answer right um how has self-doubt showed up in your journey oh wow um so um just like you said they don't intentionally teach you these things you know when you are a child you somewhat absorb Mm -hmm. the things that you are exposed to and you pick up these behaviors good and bad Mm -hmm. um some serve you some don't and you know it's what happens is as an adult you you have to learn to identify those things and to unlearn those things and so um I will say that I there were very times where I didn't even know that it was showing up as self-doubt mm. because you don't know what you don't know, right? That's, that's and facts. If you don't know how to identify it, you don't really know what you're looking what, for. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what to call it. It's just, we we always say, I just feel some type of way, right? I don't know what it is. It's just some, I just feel a way, right? And then we just push it aside, you know? And you go back to doing things, you know, you push it to the side and you don't take the time to analyze those things furthermore. And so for me, how I feel that self-doubt shows up is had had shown up in my journey and it picks its ugly head out in, in various stages of mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks differently in different stages. And so you have to, you know, ident- find different ways to identify the self. Correct. And so for me, um, what I had noticed was how small I played and mm. how people would say certain things like, you know, they would just kind of put me on this pedestal that I like should be here. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't, I'm like, I don't know why you, you think I'm here. And I'm just like, over here and I just started to pay attention to that and I'm like well why do people something's not adding up if people are seeing me here Mm. but I don't feel Mm. that I'm Mm. there and so I had to start paying attention to the behaviors that aligned with the self-doubt or the things that I wasn't striving for and so when I would start to strive for more by putting myself in different environments where I um okay when I strive to put myself in different environments to learn different things can you still hear me okay Mm -hmm. perfect um I realized that wow those environments really made me pay attention to the things that I that I would do that was normal yeah for instance you know as a manicurist I thought working in the salon was the only way Mm -hmm. to create a life yeah so many ways with working with you know celebrities going mobile and all of these things but I never saw those things for me because I didn't see those things yeah so I never thought of putting myself in those spaces yeah so I would go to um classes um continuing education classes and I'm not gonna lie the people that were hosting the classes I was like I could do better Mm. because because we can and we do okay because we can't and we do but you know what the difference between mm-hmm. us is the same people will even I, I say this often even when it comes to whatever we're putting out on social media that they do not care right they're about getting their uh rain where you go 
rain you disappear oh okay um those people don't care they they really are about getting their money and these this is the difference between we strive yeah oh it goes so much deeper right we strive for so much perfection that we will continue to delay our progress until it looks and feels right where you have people who are like, I'm sitting in my car and I'm just going to do this thing and I'm going to show you how to do it. And then you'd be like, now how I'm over here and been on Canva for 27 hours. I didn't redone the same thing over and over again. I didn't made the recording, edited, deleted it, started back over wordsmith, the words, tried to use AI. Like I'm doing all of these things instead of just doing it and showing up authentically as myself and then allowing my gifts to show for show it for themselves right and allow what it is that I do to just naturally take its course we try to finagle it to just make it perfect every step of the way and I always say like we we are standing in our own way we're standing in our own way because we're over here like really just we're playing with our potential and we're as much as we say we're not comparing we are comparing i comparing ourselves but we we got to do the work we not we it, it takes something that's going to make us just like okay now like you gotta go so did you have like a shift where it was like now girl you playing yourself like what what are you doing rain like what what is what is happening <laughs> Well, when I finally started to take see it as a business mm-hmm. is when the shift happened for me. Mm. Because when you operate from a service provider mindset yeah. versus a business mindset, it's different because there are things that you have to calculate, that you have to account for. Yeah. Like you said, spending hours on Canva, there's things that you don't do when you're just a service provider Correct. that you're kind of just like, oh, I'm just going to roll with it. Right. <laughs> Yes, that's why, you know, people be like, I just I just want to be an employee. Let me just clock in and clock out. Right. You're, you don't have to worry about the the ins and outs of the business. You don't have to worry about what's working, what's not working. You don't have to worry about customer, you know, customer feedback or like, I can't I can't pay y'all. Right. Because we don't know that sometimes depending on what's happening, these people paying you out their pocket because it, it may seem like people are paying but somebody car got declined, right? Like, and I, but, but I have you as an employee, you don't have to worry about those things. But when you step into the role of a business owner, now everything changes. And it's not just in your business, it's in your life because you have to adjust everything for mm-hmm. being a business owner. So what did you have to adjust and what changed for you once you said, we about to be a business? Man, so many things things changed for me because I was like, wow, I have so many things to learn. And I'm like, this is why I played small or why I doubted Mm. myself is because I didn't like, there's things I didn't know. And there were things that I also, I I just wasn't equipped to do. And so I just kind of like, Okay, like you like we said earlier, you kind of go with the mindset like, oh, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm, no, it's not. Yeah. Or it doesn't yeah. have to be, right? It, it doesn't, doesn't have, have to be. be. It's a choice. Like we can choose to say this is the way it's going to be or it's, it's one way that I was talking to a client today and I just was kind of like, you, you have a decision to make. You can either 
do the steps that are going to move you forward or make the conscious decision that this is as far as you're going to go. Mm-hmm. That's the and and it was it got quiet right because that is the, the either you're going to do the work or you're not right yeah. but if you're not going to do it then you're going to stay exactly where so don't be complaining to me right <laughs> like because you have now made a choice to not so e- even when people don't make a, not making a decision it's still a decision right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when you take that accountability that not making a decision is a decision mm-hmm. and then when you are aligning that with your goals and the things that you want you have to have a real conversation with yourself yes and so you know entrepreneurship requires hard conversations and real conversations or you're not going to make it yeah absolutely i o- often say I, it's time for me to have a come to jesus moment like girl do you want this or not nah? like mm-hmm. and if you do want this are you willing to sacrifice the things, change the things, adapt to the things that you need to do in order to get to where you say you want to go, right? Mm -hmm. Because I would have it that transitioning from you know, hair to nails to now saying, okay, I'm going to step out on my own. That's a lot of pivots. (laughs) And on top of that, it's not a guarantee that just because the people get their hair done, they want their nails done. And the people who want their nails done, they want massages, right? right? So you can't even bank on the fact that, oh, I got all these clients here. I'm They're going to transition over here. No, they may not. They be like, I ain't into that. I don't want nobody rubbing my back. You know, like... <laughs> And it's it's a true thing because yeah. there are people who are not a fan of being touched. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? Ooh. I learned that I have a very high, high tolerance for um, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> because entrepreneurship will beat you up and i'm like i i'm i'm coming back for more exactly i'm like why am i coming back for more because we crazy (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like you like you like getting beat up yes yes (laughs) it's almost like i make fun of my husband all the time because you know we're in the the uh prince george's county so he has been a they're going to be the Redskins because that's what they mama name them. So I'm going to call them the Redskins, okay? He's been a Redskins fan. And I just be like, why you don't just leave them? You, I just want you to know you're in an abusive relationship. This right here is ridiculous. You get so sad, so disappointed, down and out. And my father is the same way. I have watched this man rearrange the kitchen and more times than I can count because they lose. And where do they be on Sunday? Right in front of that right TV chair. <laughs> They're like, we are, we are not, we are not bandwagon fans. We no, they, they sticking beside them. And so will we, like we have moments we quit. I don't want this. I don't told the Lord, give it to somebody else. Then I'm like, wait, no, uh, uh-uh, come back, come, come back. No, 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 get, I'm a, no, I'm gonna do it today for today. I'm gonna work. Playing. I was just playing. <laughs> I was just playing. But yeah, like being, I, I love that being a glutton for punishment. So what has that, what has that taught you having to, allow yourself to get beat up every day (laughs) to me what is what it said to me is that obviously there's something deeper that Mm -hmm. you feel Mm. and and you know someone asked me this question recently like you know what success means to me and like for me now what success means is like are you in alignment with the things that fall in 
in your spirit and the things that you know that you feel like you should be doing. Yeah. And so, so for me, that's what it's really taught me. It's taught me that, hey, you keep going back to this because there's something deeper that you haven't uncovered. There's something yeah. deeper that it's calling for your um, attention or there's something about this space that is calling for you to be that person. Mm. And that's why you're feeling that like, I want to give it up, but I just <laughs> keep going back for more. <laughs> I love that. I think that that is the way, the way you explained that is so perfect, right? Because this journey of entrepreneurship, you are learning so many things about yourself, right? You, it, like I said earlier, it requires you to pivot. It requires you to change. It requires mm -hmm. you to treat other people differently, right? You now interact with every person as a potential customer that determines how you, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have moments where I have to be mindful about like, how do I show up in regular spaces? Because now people know who I am. And so you say my, you know me. So if I'm out here wilding, you're going to be like, what's she talking about? Some old, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I want her helping me with my life the way she, out. you know what I'm saying? So it makes you like with other people have the freedom to just be who they are. Well, I'm still who I am. Like, I think that's the other part too. Like, yes, I'm a little bit more careful um, and I'm <laughs> mindful but I'm still me. Like I always say the same thing. You're going to get me this, the same energy you're going to get in every setting that you meet me. However, I'm more fully aware that every person that I interact with is a potential client. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want you to think that I don't have your best interest at heart or that I'm not willing to, you know, encourage or empower you to be able to do what you need to do and bring fear along with you so I have to show up in those spaces and I would have it like you it being in the beauty industry requires for you to have to maintain a certain aura huh yes <laughs> what I just did <laughs> I see what you did there. I, see, I love you see, it. You see, you see, you see. Um, and so how do you feel like that that has, has transitioned over the years? Man, so it has transit it it has transitioned in so many ways because when you do begin to show up in certain spaces, people subconsciously hold you to a certain regard mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. do put this subconscious pressure on you, right. To like be a certain way or things of that nature. And I agree with what you said, like, you're always going to get me, um, but you get me in these different elements mm -hmm. because think about it, you know, and people, people don't realize that we are different in different settings. Mm -hmm. You're still you, yeah. but like, the person that you are when you are at a swimming pool versus at a courthouse right. is going to be different. It's at not least saying it should be. Not, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to wear a suit to the swimming pool. Right. You know, you're going to show up to that particular place, still yourself, but fitting to that environment. Mm -hmm. And so I say the same thing to people when it comes down to this, like, you're still going to get me, um, in whatever environment. Um, and you know, every now and then I'm going to be human. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, and I think the thing about it is, is that it's so important that that's the case because in what we do, um, in providing service, right. And not products, um, people are, People connect with you before they use your services, whatever they may be, right? And particularly in, you know, 
you know, my, like my service is coaching. And so that's, that's an internal, like that's, that's real personal, right? I got to undress. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to know that you're not like, I need to feel safe with you, right? That there's a, there's a sense of safety that I have to have to be vulnerable in front of you, knowing that you're going to be taking care of my body and, you know, the people that work with you and all of those things that you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever had somebody like, there's people that rub on your back. You're like, just stop. Like, are you in the wrong? Like, come on now. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, that's like getting your kids to be like, they, you know, I remember when I was a kid in um, uh, George Jefferson and they would, um, it wasn't on when I was a kid because I'm not that old. But whenever I would see George Jefferson, you know, he had her, uh, um, Florence stepping on his back or Weezy stepping on his back and I used to think that that's what people did and so like when I got had kids I was like yeah step on my back and I was like this hurts like this is not comfortable why did he want that like but it whatever it was was just like you we, we don't know right <laughs> but um having a massage or having that is a very personal space and you have to feel safe with the people and so that like you said how I show up matters because I need you to feel comfortable with me in a very vulnerable position. So you need to know that I know how to handle myself in that space. And mm -hmm. if I can watch you and it's not, it's not change, but adapt to every environment appropriately, then I'm like, Oh, okay. She cool with me. That's that, that will work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that is that that's, that's a good thing. So let us talk about uh traveling or I want to talk about this like how okay so how we get to it being a mobile spa like you you transition from uh nails to skincare and then and then what and then what how we how we get here so I kept thinking about I want to do something different. I, okay. I, I've now decided I'm not going to go to law school mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to, you know, keep working in the beauty industry. And so I'm like, I need something different because I tend to get bored. I, you know, <laughs> as you can hear, my inquisitiveness started at such a young age. So yeah. I'm constantly looking for something to get into. That's mm -hmm. just kind of how I've always been. And so I was thinking about this mobile and I'm like, man, there's not really anything that exists out there. Mm -hmm. And so one of my clients um, came into the spa on the regular and she just randomly got emotional and she started crying and she was like, you know, have you ever thought about going mobile? My elderly grandmother, she's in a um, physical, um, she's in an assisted living facility. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to like go out and service her because she's one of those women that always love to get those services done. Yeah. And it's harder to get her out to get those services. And so when she asked me that, I had not shared with anyone mm -hmm. that I was mm -hmm. thinking about being mobile. Okay, and so when she asked me this question, I took that as a sign. Like, yeah. hey, this is a sign that this is something you should consider. Something's pulling you further into this direction. And mm -hmm. so she was not in the beauty industry. She had a manicure table. She's like, I would like to gift this to you as a token of encouraging oh. you to move in this direction. I still have the table till this day. Oh, Why that. she had this table, I have no idea. For you. <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the rest is history. And then I um, I started my, so this is 
my second company, I had a prototype company where it was nails only. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I realized that I wanted people to have the whole spa experience. And so I added the skincare and the massages so that we can incorporate that entire element. Yeah. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. love that. Um, It's so interesting how you're actually the second person that I've heard that um, had some kind of a similar story of someone random right um saying something that only you and god knew right like only that it was on your heart that you knew that this is something like there's no way they could have known that this is what you were thinking about um and it's just a beautiful thing because those are the things that remind us in those on those days when we want to quit it's like no i started this for a reason like there is it's more to it than just making money right like it's more to it than that it literally is a calling that i have to do because it's something like you say it's something about it that keeps calling me okay it's, it's just keep calling me and calling me right like it's something about it that says i have to be in this space and i think that when you take ownership and accountability of that only you can do what you do only you can do what you do the way you do it and it's a reminder also that there's space for every single one of us all of our ideas all the things that we think that oh it's a like you said i only thought there was one way it could be done right and then and and child and now you probably was ahead of your time when you uh you were ahead of your time when you started this because now people like pull up because i ain't even trying to i I don't have to grocery shop i don't have to i don't have to drop off no no i don't have to go to the grocery store don't have to go to the mall i don't have to do people do not need to leave their house to do anything anymore nothing and that's the direction the world, you know, COVID taught us that. That's the yes. direction the world is moving in, right? It's about mm-hmm. convenience. Mm-hmm. How, what is What can I have come to me? And so now it's not far-fetched for people to have certain services and products come to their door yeah. anymore because we have the lovely things called phones. Correct. <laughs> right. Everything is so accessible to us. So it is definitely <laughs> something that um, is... It's necessary. So one of the questions that I have um, with you being a mobile spot, I uh, know you ain't in Maryland, but uh, for coming the soon. coming. OK, then coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, you heard it here. It's an exclusive. OK, you heard um, it here first. <laughs> so in Fort Lauderdale, because Florida big. Mm-hmm. How so for my Florida listeners? Okay, somebody's asking, well, how far she go, right? Because um, even for Lauderdale ain't small, but how far <laughs> for how far in the state do you do you you travel to? So, if you are listening and you are in the Florida area, I have good news for you because we actually covered the the tri county, which oh. is South Florida. So we we covered three counties, which is Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach. Nice. Um, we even gone to the Florida Keys, um, and our goal. Um, when everything goes as planned and we grow to the level that I envision, mm-hmm. we will make our way up the Florida coast, which is why I'm saying to you that, you know, it's not far fetched for us to, to come to Maryland soon. Cause we do, it's a transient city. Yeah. A lot of people fly in here from other places mm-hmm. and we service people in the Maryland area. And they're like, listen, let me know when you come. So we've started over the years, compiling a list of all of our out of state people that are like, Hey, come to our state. And I'm like, listen, 
listen, coming soon. Just give me listen. Some time. I love give that. Me some time. I, I love, love, love that. So, um, just so I think you mentioned mm-hmm. it, but I want to make sure that we get it. So, what services do you provide? Um, and what does it look like? Like, so take us through, like, what would it would look like if somebody scheduled you? Um, what do what what are your offerings? What do you offer? Yes. So we offer massages, nails, facials, and workshops. Um, oh, so okay. Workshops. We, yeah. <laughs> so our workshops we do for groups. So we do have like bridal parties. Sometimes people want to do a facial workshop. So we bring all of the products they get with their girlfriends. They're having their mimosas and we walk them nice. through how to properly perform your own at home facial using mm. professional products, but then also answering their questions because a lot of people don't know proper skincare. Correct. Um, so we do that for them. And so we also do the workshops on the corporate level. Um, a lot of employers bring us in to um, build morale in the workplace nice. um, who have like a wellness program. So we mm-hmm. will either talk to them about self-care, the importance of stretching in between mm-hmm. your work hours. Um, and then sometimes they do chair massages with us. So we'll go in and do chair massages into their conference rooms. And so that's what we do on the workshop side. Um, we also work with luxury condo. A lot of them have a concierge. So okay, um, yeah. mm-hmm. we they they reach out to us. And so they're like, hey, can you service our building? You know, there are people reaching out to us that want to be serviced. And so we do have a team of 15 people that yes. help us cover the services here in the South Florida area. We are growing. We're still small. We're still small. We're growing. Um, I recently made some changes to the company just because we, there are some things we are missing that we need in order to make our process more efficient. Yeah. So we are a membership only right now. So okay. we will need to become a member in order to get services. Um, Because we like, because we service a big terrain, yeah. it became kind of crazy for us. I can imagine. And that so... is it. If somebody's saying, oh, I need you to come here for this. I need you to come <laughs> here for this. No, that's, that's too much. <laughs> yes. So the next phase of the business is for us to add a tech element where we can have an app where um, our team can make alterations to their schedule, but then our clients can also book um, easily with no problem. And so when we bring the tech element, we will um, take off the membership only but right now it's like in order for us to provide quality service that's yeah what listen quality <laughs> over quantity because get, that's what how stuff gets watered down messed up okay because you out here chasing the bag and then people are like see it ain't even right no more right <laughs> like because <laughs> and we can't be out here promoting wellness and these these employees not well okay like that right and, and we looking like we don't know if we're coming or going <laughs> right. like that is not what we're promoting <laughs> not at all we don't we don't want any of that right i am so glad that you joined me today i'm so grateful that um, i'm happy for you like i could tell as you were sharing the growth and what is happening like it brings you joy so if you remember this this podcast episode if you ever are doubting yourself like she this boy it, it brings a renewed type of like Yes, this is what I'm doing. Okay. And people are waiting for me in Prince George's yes. County, Maryland. Okay. That's we are waiting for you. Okay. 900 miles away. All you got to do is go up 95. That's where we at. Okay. Just keep keep going. <laughs> it's a straight shot. <laughs> yes, for the directions. Yes. I, just to make sure you're clear. You don't have to, you won't even have to take no exit. You just go get on 95, keep going. Okay. That's all you got to do. Um, but how can people connect with you? 
Yes. So if you are wanting to connect with me on the mobile spa side and you're looking for mobile spa services, you can find me on Traveling Aura, Traveling 1L, common spelling, A-U-R-A, on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. I want to say Twitter. I want to say X. I, Child. You know, I, <laughs> just like I said, the Redskins, his mama named him Twitter. He going to be Twitter. Okay. I can't. It just looked dumb on my phone. Right. Like, I'm just like, every, I always be like, what is this? I don't remember. Then I'm like, stupid Twitter. <laughs> right. I still haven't adapted as well. So, um, um, our website is travelingaura.com. Um, you can find us there and you can visit our website if you are interested in embarking on the mobile spa journey. Um, I am opening the space for consulting. Um, people have been reaching out who've been nice. wanting to go mobile, um, whether they're like, hey, I don't want to be as big as you, but I do want to have better processes. So yeah. people have been reaching out to me to help them walk through the mobile spa journey. Um, so you can find out, um, you can reach out to me about consulting on um, Instagram. You can find me radiant underscore rain. So I look forward to hearing from you if you're listening. Yes. Y'all already know all this information is going to be in the show notes. We're going to make sure that y'all can get connected with her, get connected with her uh, organization. Um, I my parents live in Florida. I don't think they live in that tri area, but they child they drive a hundred miles for crazy. My mama might drive wherever she need to go for a mobile spa. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> wait till I wait till I tell her. Okay, um, uh, Brain, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your story, sharing your journey with us, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for creating this space for us to talk about what's missing um, on this journey because someone needs to hear it. So I want to congratulate you and also um, give you a shout out as well because I know um, the journey is not easy to be consistent. Yes. Girl, girl. Okay. See, now we about to go into a whole no. We go to a whole nother episode just about that part. Just about that part. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've received that for sure. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.